0: Okay, so uh, if you got to pick a neighbor, you pick an Oprah or Chip and Joanna Gaines. Is that what we're doing? No. Okay, what are we doing?
2: The question is, do you want to be living in the same uh do, do you want to live in the same neighborhood as Oprah?
0: Got it. Do we want to live in the same Oprah neighborhood?
2: Yeah. Would you live with Oprah in the same neighborhood?
0: This is the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And why are we asking?
2: You got the Chip and Joanna Gaines because Chip and uh-huh. Joanna Gaines do want to live in the same neighborhood as Oprah. So I saw this story about Chip and Joanna Gaines wanting to move into Montecito, which, of course, is the beloved fancy dancing neighborhood where the average home costs about five some odd. Mil- well, the median home price is about five some odd million dollars. Ooh. And I saw this story about Chip and Joanna Gaines. They, first of all, uh, rented a house in that neighborhood. Um, they loved it so much, apparently that they are now looking for a house. And I was like, God, would you want to be in the same neighborhood as Oprah Winfrey? Now, a lot of other people live there. 651-641-1071. Could you, would you live in the same neighborhood as Oprah? But my, my the real question is, like, how does... How does that work exactly? I just feel like there would be so much expectation to live in the same neighborhood as Oprah, um, but it would also be fascinating, right? Because Oprah lives in your neighborhood, right. so like, oh, you know, the lady down the street who's going to bring you bars.
0: You can Gladys Kravitz. Oprah! You can Gladys Kravitz her all day, right?
2: And also, I would just like to point out that it's not like your average neighborhood. So, right. this is not the kind of neighborhood where, like, Gladys Kravitz. I mean, Gladys Kravitz is going to need binoculars. Right. Because, because the
0: next house away is like.
2: These houses are not on 11 billion other. acres. So, as Chip and Joanna Gaines decide for themselves, and by the way, I want to talk about this experience, but um, as Chip and Joanna Gaines decide whether or not they're going to live next to the likes of Oprah Winfrey, Katy Perry, Ellen DeGeneres, Ariana Grande, Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, and I think, doesn't Gwyneth have a house in Montecito? Probably. Anyway, um, as they decide whether or not they're going to live there, and um, by the way, Realtor.com pulled some houses that are currently for sale in this neighborhood. I thought to myself, do I really, could I really live in the same neighborhood as Oprah?
0: 651-641-1071, do you want to live in the same neighborhood as good old Oprah? I mean, honestly, like... I, I want to get in one of those houses just to get in one of those houses to see what that's like. Yeah. To be, well, you know, close to Oprah, you know, to have love scenes with Oprah and those.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> I'm you, not you, doing it. Sorry. You, you need to explain to people what you just did. Well,
0: there was a there's a quote from Terrence Howard about making about out breasts. with Oprah and her breasts.
2: Um, But there are I mean, you know, like I said, median house price is about five million dollars. But some of the homes they picked for Chip and Joanna Gaines as they go Hollywood, by the way, Um, you know, there's one for nine and a half million. There's one for 12 million. I mean, I really do think I would uh, normally you would think I would want no part of living in the same neighborhood as people like Oprah, not because I don't love Oprah, but because I just feel like it would come with a lot of. You know, like, Ellen, Oprah, mm-hmm. Katy Perry. Like, that's a lot of... You, there's a lot that's going to go along with that, right. I feel like. Right. A lot of expectation. Like, I can't just walk my dog and sweats Mm-mm. when no. I'm in the same neighborhood as these high-profile celebrities. You
0: can't be the neighbor that doesn't have a good gardener that keeps track of the shrubbery or, like, that doesn't water and gets but, that brown patch on your lawn.
2: Well, I know. The expectation for me would be high, but at the same time, you'd get to be neighbors with Oprah. So right. I, like I honestly think I would do it.
0: Okay, but I'm gonna say something. I don't mean to lift my leg on this and then we'll go please, to the calls. No, please but do. The thing is is like the other thing about it is Oprah's not she's not gonna be there all the time.
2: That's true, but that might she's be got a bonus. all them other houses. That might be a bonus. True.
0: Good point. Yeah. 651-641-1071 do you want to be Oprah's neighbor? We got Mary on the line. Hi Mary. Hi Mary. Mary, do you wanna be uh Oprah's neighbor Mary? Hi Mary Hi how are you? Good. Good. Do you? good. Do you want to be I Oprah's neighbor? Want to live, I love Oprah, and I love the Gaines. Love them, love them. I would not
1: want to live next door to either of them. Why? Well, you didn't water your lawn. Oh, you oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to make you're it You're afraid look good. of being She's judged by them. Oh, yeah.
2: your dog is barking. But don't you think you'd mm-hmm. get oh, some gosh, great shiplap advice outside. from Joanna Gaines? She'd give you some I'm sorry, good Sorry, what? Joanna Gaines would give you some good decorating tips perhaps.
1: <laughs> well, and that's great except my cats would destroy it. That's yeah, right. then there's yeah. that. I don't need and I've already got it. I live in an HOA.
0: I get the call. Oh, um, did you pay your water bill? It's like really people. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Thank you, Mary. You know, it's enough when you just have regular people up in your grill, but now you got Oprah and Ellen up in your grill. Yeah. Right? Uh let's go to B. Hello, B. B, would you like to be neighbors with Oprah? I absolutely would. I recently listened to one of her Super Soul podcasts where she describes what her neighborhood and neighbors are like and the parties that this woman gets invited Mm. to, the barbecues the block parties, the pool parties, the garden parties. Mm. And I'm like, well, I just want to be there for the party. It just sounds amazing. Yeah. She describes it herself. It's so magical.
2: Yeah. I mean, see, th- that's the thing. Like, I bet they have really good, like, caterers and food. Well, and <laughs> I bet some that, great food.
0: Uh, thank you, B, for your call. I also feel like it, when you move into the neighborhood, the welcome basket you get from it's Oprah. Pretty
2: pretty uh, legit. It's all her favorite. It's, she, her, it's probably it's a car. She just rolls up a truck.
0: Yeah. And like and a it's Pontiac like, And is like You get a car You get a car Let's go to Buddy Hi Buddy Buddy Would you like to be Neighbors with Oprah?
2: I think there's Pros and cons To the whole thing Could you imagine Your housewarming gift Would be like A new car Yeah Or like If she needed to Borrow some eggs It'd be like Can I borrow some mm-hmm. eggs? <laughs> <laughs> it would just be but- Kind of odd <laughs> Yeah That's true That's true But she would just Go to Meghan Markle's house Because Meghan's got Those chickens Right Please, I have better eggs than her. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't even know what that means. But okay. I
0: liked it. Hey, buddy, thank you for, uh, for that, and thank you for that extra dose of snark. That was fun. Let's go to Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Jeannie, would you want to be neighbors with Oprah?
2: Absolutely not. Um, then why? Name. All of the traffic, can you imagine? Okay, then you're on 11 acres or whatever, but then... How would I justify spending $5 million, $20 million whatever, on a house?
1: We don't feed people or
0: something. I mm. mean, I don't know. This sounds crazy to me. It's a I lot. I love that you're love being
2: practical. I appreciate that.
0: Thanks for your call, Jeannie.
2: I mean, there's. Always, you've always got to, you know, at the end of the day, be practical.
0: Well, the other thing that, I mean, because I'm practical, too, I'm like... I yeah.
2: This is the woman who doesn't want to live on a private island right. cuz of all the work she it's has too to much do work. to maintain it. I feel that I'm way like, about a house but too. But if you're on a private island, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah.
0: But like even in, in a house like that and I got 5 people up in my house, I I still don't I don't know how we'd fill it up. I just need one chair. That's all I need. For, for me, you know, I don't need all those rooms. I, just, I
2: like the idea of space between me and the other person in the house. So, yeah, I mean, space I is nice. I don't want 12, I don't need 12 bathrooms for sure.
1: But you want a wing. But I wouldn't mind
2: my own wing.
1: (laughs) I
0: would like a a little more, like a little less on top of each other. Right. But I don't. But that's a lot. That's there's a happy medium is all I'm saying. I don't need to go to Montecito. This is a two story,
2: six bedroom home on a half acre. It's only three and a half million. It was built in 1954, two car garage, covered terrace.
0: Sounds doable.
2: You know, get Chip over there and he'll give you a new garage. I don't want garage. him anywhere
0: near my house. Oh, okay. oh I'm ready I'm sorry. To go. He's a lot. Oh. He's just a whole lot. I
2: wish we had more time to talk about this.
0: Well, we can. We can keep talking about it.
2: Well, we're talking about Tom Cruise, I thought.
0: Okay, we can do that too. Okay. We'll talk about Tom Cruise. We'll talk about Chip Gaines being okay. too much another time. When we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Okay, I to tell you this bizarre story that involves a helicopter, Tom Cruise, and a family, and okay. their field. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. i I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And, okay, so here's... This is how the story goes. So, you know, Tom Cruise is in um, hmm, Europe, and he's doing Mission Impossible right now. And apparently... He was the the airport that he was supposed to land his helicopter at was closed for some reason and they needed a place to land. Bummer. I hate it when that happens. Right? So um apparently uh somebody on his team or somebody at the airport contacted a family who has a large piece of property in Warwickshire and was asked if they could land their helicopter they had a vip that needed to land their Mm. helicopter could they land their helicopter on their property and they were like yeah no big deal fine it was a vip who was quote running late Mm -hmm. they were like okay so the helicopter lands in their yard and out walks tom cruise
2: dun dun dun
0: um the lady Mission
2: impossible theme yeah and
0: yeah and he does like actually he parachuted in <laughs> no he does his own stunts no but the the woman whose property it was her name is allison webb she was like i thought it would just be kind of cool for the kids to see a helicopter land in our garden but then it was like tom cruise arrived and got out and it was and she says and it was like wow Apparently, Tom Cruise then walked over to the kids and elbow bumped them to say hi, and then thanked them, and, and then, then berated them
2: for not wearing a mask. Exactly, and then <laughs> yelled at
0: them. No, but then he said, "Hey kids, you want to go for a ride in the helicopter?"
2: Oh, that's cool. I've
0: got free candy. Yeah, right. Hey kids.
2: <laughs> so he then he say. went. I have a book I'd like you to read. It's called Dianetics.
0: Oh <laughs> no, free personality ah, test. No, thank you. So he went to go to a meeting and left the kids behind so that they could go for rides on the helicopter. Oh, that's cool. So then they got to ride I mean, as weird as he on the is, helicopter.
2: That, that's pretty awesome.
0: Okay. All of that is super awesome. And I love all of the flex of that, right? Like I, I'm a VIP. I've got a helicopter. Oh, I can't land at the airport. Let's just find some family's garden to land yeah, in. That'd be so right? awesome. And then he gets off and he's like super also, cool.
2: Can we just talk about, that's like a great PR story. So clearly this was planned. Thank you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway.
2: Because we need to, he's obviously on a kick to, you know, boost his happier side, his friendly side, his ebullient side. Because, of course, you know, the last spate of stories before this was about him yelling and berating human beings.
0: On the exact opposite. Uh, set of the exact movie yeah. that he's trying to promote. Yeah, so
2: now he needs to some goodwill. Right. And like, what better way to do that than to let kids ride on a helicopter?
0: Okay, so, but then this article that tells about the helicopter ride, which I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. How crazy would that be? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, they bring up this... Indian restaurant that he allegedly went to eat at on Saturday. I talked about this for like a hot second yesterday. And I showed you guys the picture and I was, I'm like convinced it's not him. yeah. But apparently the internet is the only people who are convinced it's not him because all the news outlets are reporting that it's absolutely him. And the people who own the restaurant, uh, it's called Asha's, and it's in, uh, I'm trying to figure out exactly where it is. Anyway, they, the people who own Asha's are like, yeah, it was Tom Cruise. Um, and I still, when I look at the picture, it doesn't look like Tom Cruise. So here's what I want the two of you to do. Okay. Because in this article, there are two pictures. There's one picture of Tom Cruise uh, with the family whose garden he landed in. His landed his helicopter in. Yep. And then there's and then you scroll down a little bit He's and you see the picture of him hanging out
2: mom and some guy.
0: Yeah. And then you scroll down and you see the picture of him at Asha's, the Indian restaurant in Birmingham that he went to. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, he ordered uh two chicken tikka masalas. Yeah. Two orders of chicken tikka masala. Yeah, I'm all about it. And he uh, enjoyed it. He did one and he enjoyed it so much. He ordered it all over again. Anyway, they were very like excited to have him in their restaurant. When you see those two pictures, does that second one really look... Does the one outside of the Indian restaurant really look like Tom
2: Cruise? I mean, I think it does. Like, if you look at his teeth... Now, I I will say it's different because he's wearing glasses...
0: Rain Wilson, Amor tolls, you name it, they come, they share new episodes of you are what you read, Drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.,
2: so, mm-hmm. but Ugh. he's kind of schlubby
0: it's so <laughs> weird, you guys he, i don't know why I think the mystery of the Tom Cruise. At the Indian restaurant. I'm I'm
2: here for conspiracy theories.
0: Uh It just looks to me like a slightly off brand Tom Cruise. But isn't that like dollar store Tom Cruise? I mean, I
2: totally agree. It does not look like what you would expect Tom Cruise to look like. But when we hear the story about his recent run in.
0: Right.
1: Run into the
2: (laughs) (laughs) needle that is full of fillers some
1: fillers. Yeah, it's like Bradley said, it's all in the smile. It's the same smile. It's so weird.
2: It looks better in the first one. I will say that. But but I also just think like as a person who doesn't enjoy most off guard photographs, like Mm -hmm. if somebody shows up and is like, hey, smile. I hate like I just I don't (laughs) feel like I photograph very well (laughs) in off moments, you know, where like the lighting isn't perfect. And, you know, what angle am I at? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm way too self-conscious. This seems totally plausible to me.
1: Also, it just proves the point that everything that we watch, movies, television, oh, yeah. is has,
2: so manipulated. Yeah,
1: it has been digitally altered. Right. Tom Cruise probably but supervises looks, to the he, poor his right. way that his face That's looks actually a movies. good point.
2: He does look like somebody's dad.
1: It's very
0: weird. I mean, he that, is somebody's. It's, it's that's
2: true. Oh, well,
0: okay. he doesn't remember that. Sorry, surrey Suppressive person. Oh. Poor thing.
2: Um, and not just that. He's got other children.
0: Oh, yeah. But those ones he has a relationship with because, yeah, because they're, they're Scientologists.
2: Scientologists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I,
0: yeah. I, I don't know. I just, this uh, is what I needed in my life right now. I, like, I, constant wondering if this is actually Tom Cruise.
2: I, um, I just, I do love the idea that, like, randomly he's just going to land on somebody's, you know, lawn. Right. Like, out of happenstance. I mean, I right. guess that stuff probably does happen, but it just seems too well-timed.
0: Right? You know,
2: like, oh, shucks, I just showed up at an Indian restaurant. Oh, shucks, I just landed in in a, you know, a British family's backyard. Well,
0: then there was another story. So it's interesting that you say that, Bradley, because there are a lot of these, like, sort of good, good looking stories about Tom Cruise. um, Because (laughs) there was another.
1: Well, yeah,
2: exactly.
1: But then, okay, let's dig a little deeper. So I'm looking at this photograph from Asha's. Mm -hmm. They tagged this person. Who allegedly lives in Minneapolis? Oh, what are we what are we gonna do with this information? Wait, what? what Where? What? With John P. Pulio?
2: What are you? Was talking it tagged
1: about? by that person? I don't know, but they're tagged in the photograph.
2: A student at the University of studied rather at the University of Minnesota Twin Cities.
0: Uh, hey, John, if you know anything about this, yeah, give us a call. If this was Tom Cruise let us know right that is so bizarre i mean
2: what you're saying is that in the facebook post wherein in tom cruise is in front of the asha's indian restaurant the post from asha's is tagged is with tagged. a gentleman named john julio
1: yeah who lives from in minneapolis, minneapolis. and let us know john honey hey
0: i'm very curious i have so many questions or is John the Tom Cruise? No, he's not, because I just <laughs> looked up a picture of him it, and it's not. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got celebrities I behaving would like some badly. Food. We call them D-Bags and Bradley. We like Indian food after this. Uh, celebrities D-bags. behaving badly. We tell you about them every day at 1:30 on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Hi. Trainer, And we have a name for them, and that name is. D-Bags.
2: Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag. Of the day. Who is your D bag? Oh, my eyes are rolling so hard. Great. Candace Cameron Puree. I'm sorry, Burret. Oh, I thought she was starting like a baby <laughs> oh food God, company that would or something. Be so delightful. Candace Cameron Purees. R- uh, she's a frequent flyer. Sometimes she just gets in my craw because she says things, and I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Real Talk from Us Magazine dot com slash us weekly Candace Cameron Bure reveals how she handles negative comments I've had a lot of practice to my pay start over. start over I've had a lot of time to practice my patience because you know she's well she's she's on the receiving end yeah of a lot she's of gotten a lot honestly um, when she was asked about all the negative criticism and comments she receives over the years which also by the way Way to lead off with the best, most positive mm-hmm. thing about you. Mm-hmm. All those negative comments you receive. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a thing with this woman to get negative comments.
0: Oh, it's like a badge of honor. It is, right? Yeah.
2: She says, honestly, now, I don't know if you've been following the Candace Cameron Puree uh, saga. The, quite the we have, but... What I mean by that is you'll remember that she's done some stuff that has raised the ire of the people who follow her. Mm-hmm. Not gen, not the general audience. Like mm-hmm. most of us.
0: Right. Who don't really care, but Let's like casual specifically observers. Specifically the Candice,
2: Cam- Cameron Bure fan followers, mm-hmm. super fans. Mm-hmm. Like they have had some opinions about what she's done. Right. In that context, quote, honestly, I feel like that's just part of my God-given nature. Maybe because I had children in my 20s. God gave me a lot of patience, and it's tested all the time. But I've had a lot of time to practice my patience. It's not great every day. I will say, I enjoy apologizing. I, I like receiving an apology if someone is wrong. Now, she's talking about how she likes to apologize. She gets a lot of criticism. She takes it as a challenge. She's got a lot of patience. This all sounds great, right? Sure. I mean, for the most part, um, there's nothing particularly uh, frustrating about that, right? Sorry, I'm, I'm, these pop-ups are killing me right mm-hmm. now, and I can't get to this quote fast enough. Okay. So then she goes on to say, I will say, oh, I enjoy apologizing, blah, Blue. I will say, uh, so I'm quick to say like, hey, if I got that wrong, oh my God, hold on. I keep getting this pop up. I will say I enjoy apologizing. So I'm quick to say, hey, if I got that wrong, so sorry. The apology was as easy as that. Okay. Can I just repeat? Mm-hmm. So I'm quick to say, like, hey, mm-hmm. if I got that wrong, so sorry. The apology was as easy as that. Mm-hmm. Okay, now she's going to go on, and I'm going to uh, um, tell you why that drives me nuts as well, but let's start with this. Mm-hmm. Hey, if I got that wrong, so sorry. Does that sound like an actual apology? No, uh-uh.
0: it sounds like I misunderstood something. I didn't do anything wrong. I just misunderstood yeah. something. If sorry about that. If I got that
2: wrong, so sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, No, apologies are usually like, oh my God, I'm sorry I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Anyway, then she goes on specifically to talk about uh, she goes on to talk about something specific mm-hmm. that you may remember, which is a TikTok, uh, TikTok gone wrong. Do you remember this TikTok I that went wrong?
0: need a refresher course on Which that? one?
2: This was the one where she got sexy with Jesus.
0: Oh, yes. What?
2: You, were you not here for that, Maybe.
0: I for sure missed sexy with
2: Jesus well, TikTok. It
1: was with a she was with her. I
2: say that tongue in cheek. She <laughs> oh. was not literally getting sexy with. Okay, Jesus. she
1: had an earmarked Bible, one that was her, you know, copy of the Good Book. Okay, I for sure, was not here for this.
2: Um, so <laughs> it so she talks about the TikTok gone wrong, and um, she lip-synced to the song Jealous Girl while holding up her Bible. The problem was some of the people that follow her thought she was getting kind of sexy in that song okay. and disrespectful. And so she then took the TikTok down and apologized.
0: Oh man, I was
2: going to go watch it and it's gone. No, she totally took it down. So, but my point with all of this is I feel bad for her in a way because she's trying to do something very specific But she has this audience that she is performing for who's not accepting of that, Right. And she's trying to maybe be like a like she's on the boundary. Like, I I think she's in a very unique place. Right. Because she she tries to occupy different spaces. Like she's got a very specific, like more religious community that follows her. And then there are the like Full House fans that just love her from, you know, being DJ DJ. Tanner. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And I think sometimes she pays a lot more attention to this very narrow part of her audience and feels like she has to apologize all the time because this particular one that she took down and apologized for is not the first time. Because you'll remember the last time she was apologizing or one of the previous times that Candace Cameron Bure was apologizing was when she was doing that um, sexy photo shoot with her family. Mm -hmm. And she's frequently apologizing for like, the sexy talk with her and her husband. Yeah.
0: Like her husband grabbing her boob. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I actually think what you said is really where the right, you're right that she, it's almost like she's trying to push the envelope, which within a community that is not interested in her envelope pushing.
2: And then she realizes she's pushed it and then apologizes and takes down her video. And I'm like, that was so not like what she posted. There was no, like, But again, I'm not the audience. Mm -hmm. But the the video that she posted and then took down, there was nothing like weird or scandalous or particularly frustrating. But to that very narrow audience... It's very pearl-clutchy. And it's clear that she is paying way too much attention and giving way too much power to that audience. Mm
1: -hmm. Because then it turns into a Mm clapback. Then it turns into... Candace Cameron Bray stands up to her haters. Right. So she sets up the whole game Mm -hmm. and then completes it.
2: Yeah. It's almost like she's, you know, asking Mm. for that particular form Mm -hmm. of frustration. Anyway, Candace Cameron Bray, stop apologizing and stop making that a part of your brain.
0: Well, you know, I kind of I do wish if she were going to be. Yes. Go forward with confidence. I would also say. That's all I would say. Thank you. I was going to go a whole different direction. Oh, I don't want to go there, so I'm, I'm going to don't do it. Tiptoe back. Uh, you want to know who my d bag is?
2: Who is your d bag? Hello. Oh God, not again. Bing,
0: bong.
2: Please tell me it's not a Rebel Wilson story.
0: Oh, it's a Rebel Wilson story. Oh
2: God, does it? But have to But it's not with what you think. No. Yes,
0: but no. Oh. Yes, but no. Okay, so in the grand scheme of, we can't have nice things, and also. There is no middle ground. Hello Magazine has made a pivot with the Rebel Wilson headline. Oh, okay. Rebel Wilson puts her very toned arms on display in sporty new photos. Some fans were sure she digitally altered. What? So on the one hand, we get Hello Magazine serving us up. Rebel Wilson flaunts her 65-pound weight loss. For months, we're getting that. And now we get, was it photoshopped? So she can't just, like, be, right? Uh, Well,
2: yeah, it's all about her.
0: It's either she lost the weight or she photoshopped.
2: She puts her very toned arms on display. Okay, I'm looking Mm -hmm. at her very... I mean, that's a toned arm.
1: Yeah. Are they in a a case? She's (laughs) On display?
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, she is flexing. She's at the Yankees game, and she's, uh, you know, in a picture in a Yankees jersey and she's flexing her arm. Um but some said the shadows on her arm have been altered to create the dramatic muscly appearance.
2: Okay. And others are wondering trolls.
0: if maybe she's had surgery. Dum dum dum. It's just I mean, that like
2: flexing her arm. she
0: can't just like we're going to we want to we want to put her on a pedestal for her 65-pound, whatever, weight loss. And then, and then, when she's just living her life, having some pictures taken, all is good, right? Yeah. And then we have to call her out for Photoshopping? I think this is
2: literally just uh, Hannah Hargrave, the U.S. deputy editor over at Hello! Magazine, trolling through Rebel Wilson's Instagram feed and trying to come up with a controversy where there is none. That said... You know, Rebel Wilson, this is all she ever posts about.
0: 100%. Yeah. Okay. Can I have to really quick, I have to take a quick turn because I had to bring, I want to bring this up to you because it's of the moment. Have you started watching the show White Lotus at all? No. Okay. So the reason I wanted to bring it up is because there's a character in that movie played by Alexis Daddario.
2: From? From. Creek?
0: Nope. From. Oh,
2: oh, oh. Baywatch. Uh, Zach Efron. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. From Zach was, Efron. What's the actress from Bleeps Creek?
0: Uh, Annie Murphy is who you're thinking about, oh, I think. Yeah, right?
2: Totally different. but
0: Totally yeah. different. But the, so anyway, Alexis Daddario is in this show, White Lotus. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is because her character is literally a Hannah Hargrave, meaning her job is uh, to basically write clickbait. Which is super interesting, right? Just even Well, yeah, because even, that's
2: exactly what the fun slash hello yeah. does.
0: And so even just the fact that there's a character who this is not a job that you normally like. It's not she calls herself a journalist, but she's a very specific type of journalist. And the way she talks about the job is. It's, it's like a window into this type of thing that we always like are getting kind of served up. Yeah. It's
2: fascinating. And it sort I of like
0: validates it. Anyway, again, like I said, it was slightly off topic, no, but, but completely yeah. on topic.
2: Does anyway. not surprise me because those people actually exist. Yes. And all you have to do is click on Hello Magazine. Yes. Because it's also, all clickbait.
0: Please no spoilers on White Lotus. We're only on episode two. Thank you. When we return on The Colleen and Bradley Show, we are going to take a little stop at publationship corner, oh, we will do that. Busy. They are the publationships are out and about right now. There's not much else going on, and so they're out parading their publationships. We'll talk about them after this on my talk 107.1. Hey, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh let's wander. Let's shall we wander?
2: Let's do it. Let's uh
0: take a little stop at Publationship Corner. Bradley
2: Trainer, what is a Publationship? A relationship for publicity. And uh who are we talking about? Um we're gonna start today with Shamila. Shamazal, Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated. That's Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. It's really just Shamila. Or some people on the internet like to call them Sean Mila. I'm like, that's too many Dumb. letters. Nope. Anyway, Sean Mendez over on the People Magazine. I'm Bradley Trainer
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's JLo. lo And P.S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Because that's where all the real news happens. says that the first months of lockdown were really what brought him and Camilla together.
0: Oh, their zombie walks?
2: I mean... Also, brains. this story right. has been out there for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. This is not new. Why are we talking about this?
0: Oh, I know why.
2: Well, it's so obvious. Sure, because they both have projects coming out. Is Correct. that what you were going to yes. say? Yes. He, of course, has an album. She, of course, has a movie. We were going on bike rides around Miami, and it just felt really beautiful. Uh-huh. mm what does feeling beautiful mean? I don't know,
0: but I can tell you. Oh, no, um, ugly, so, my lockdown feelings were never <sighs> beautiful.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, speaking to somebody about something uh, dealing with his new collaboration, Summer of Love with Taney, Sean Mendez, is it Taney? T A I N Y? Do you know That's what, what I would is? say. Sean Mendes 23 spoke about the inspiration for the track and why the first few months of lockdown were idyllic. What? Okay. I don't think we're quite in a place where we yeah. can think of the 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 um lockdown as idyllic, but sure, okay. I mean, I guess if you're a, you know, famous recording star and you're with another famous recording star and you've got a lot of resources probably was rather idyllic because you Mm -hmm. didn't do anything Mm -hmm. anyway he goes on to say and it's just it's using this moment which also we are very suspicious of these two because they got together in about five seconds all in an effort to promote a song that they did together Mm -hmm. even though they'd been friends for a long time but they just happened to finally pull the trigger fall in love at the moment they did a love song together Right.
0: And it really was the love song that made them fall in love with each other. Mm. Just like love songs do. Right. They make you fall in love with people.
2: It feels good. It was like writing about the first couple months, actually in the lockdown, Camille and I were so lucky because we were able to just kind of be in a still moment. And it was like the first time in the past six years that we've been just like able to relax and not work at all. We were just going on bike rides around Miami and it just felt really beautiful. Mm just kind of writing about that I had a lot of nostalgia about that time do
0: you get nostalgia about something that just happened
2: yeah also no um it's just it's claptrap mm-hmm. and it's of course to sell um records and i understand that you guys i know that's how it's always worked but it's important to call it out it really is no more uh important or less important than that um, it's not like there's anything particularly breaking news in this story. It's just oh look, they're still telling the same story and just like Sean or uh, Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. I'm sure we are going to hear about the timeline of their, you know. Right. Epic romance time and time again whenever right. it suits them whenever they have something to sell.
0: Exactly. So
2: that's exactly what you're getting just- from Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello farting casually oh, cuz that's which so is cute. a thing. It's true. It's like, I I'm a lady and I fart. The <laughs> oh, ladies don't normally do that. I know because it's gross when ladies fart. But I'm a cool lady, so I fart.
0: <laughs> Can we visit another population ship?
2: Let's do it.
0: Okay, so this one we're calling Zanstead. What is oh, that?
2: Yeah, that's a um, Zamphir fear. Yep, and a. Anstead. No, yes. it's actually Renee Zellweger and Aunt Anstead.
0: Correct. Just okay, so hard to say. So this story Okay, so first of all, People magazine is all up in their beeswax. Uh and they're buying all of the crap that they're selling. Yeah. So People magazine has been writing about them on the daily since they quote confirmed their publicationship. Yeah. Sorry, their relationship. The latest is this story where uh, Aunt Anstead is talking about how he met, like how and when and what his first impression was of Renee Zellweger, and in it, I what I want you to hear. Is that Aunt Amstead is really trying hard to make it seem like he wasn't like starstruck and he wasn't like overly like he didn't mean for this to happen, right? He wasn't was like accident. a super fan of Renee Zellweger. So
2: he's too cool. So
0: listen for that, okay? okay? When you hear him say the following, okay. Now remember, they met on his new show on Discovery Plus called Celebrity IOU Joyride, which essentially is where they like pimp somebody's ride. Okay, yeah, and
2: he pimped her ride. Yeah, and so much more.
0: Yeah, thank you. So apparently, uh, before they they meet her, Christy Lee, who's the co-host of this show, says to Aunt Anstead, "Did you know that during the filming of Bridget Jones's Diary, Renee spoke with a British accent even when she wasn't on set? In fact, she kept it up until the wrap party. Okay, so it's like fun fact about yeah, it's like pop up video style, acting. like yeah." Now, remember, Aunt Anstead is? British. Yes. So he's like, wait, are you telling me that Bridget Jones, Renee Zellweger isn't British? What? You're like a dream crusher for me. Allegedly, he did not know that she was not British. Or at least that's what he wants you to think in this story. Again, remember what I said? Remember I said, listen for him basically being like, like I wasn't starstruck by her. I didn't even really know her. I just, you know, I didn't. I knew so little about Renee Zellweger. It's almost like wow. this bending over backwards to make it sound like again this publicationship was so that's dumb unexpected.
2: I mean, did he not see Cold Mountain? Oh, that was did Jennifer he not Lawrence. see all was that Jennifer of Jennifer Lawrence? Or?
0: No, she wasn't. That Mountain. was Renee yeah. Zellweger, right? Yeah. yeah. Did he not see all of her other movies? The only movie she's British in is Bridget Jones's Diary.
2: Honestly, and I don't even know that I knew that British Jones. Diary, British Jones. I didn't. I didn't see that movie, so There's that wasn't Yeah, yeah, I didn't.
0: And she does. I mean, she had not an,
2: my speed, but
0: she had an accent. People do that.
2: <sighs> but he thought she was British.
0: Apparently, that's what he wants us to know from the story.
2: Was this before he was dating her?
0: Yes, this is when they met on the set of Celebrity IOU okay. Joyride. Okay. That he found out from his co-host that, indeed, she was not British. And the telling sure, of that Aunt. story is all about, to me, from, from where I sit, is all about him bending over backwards to make it seem like he wasn't trying to get busy with her from go.
2: I watched an interview with um, Aunt Anstead and this other woman you speak of because we referenced this, when it all clicked in, like, oh, this, this entire thing is about his new show. It's yeah. so obvious. I watched this interview wherein they, he discusses it and it's so obvious that this is completely rehearsed and lies mm-hmm. because he at one point is like, um, he's like, yeah, so we had been hanging out and like, we we were just going to like, keep it to ourselves. But unfortunately, some, some photos were, you know, <laughs> leaked and, um, of them kissing but it is on the what it is. But now you know we. Just, and I'm like, who are you, yeah. and why do you think for one minute we believe anything you're saying about how this all works? Mm-hmm. We have been around the block many, many times. I
0: was born at night. Yes, but I was not. Nice born try,
2: Aunt. Last Aunt night, instead. thank <laughs> you, Aunt.
0: Also, is Aunt short for something, or is he literally named Aunt? Huh.
2: That is a great question.
0: We don't have the answer to. And I'm not just trying to pretend like I'm not starstruck Anthony. by him. Okay, good to know. Thank you. Probably
2: a British flying term, mm. nickname.
0: When we return and. on the Colleen Bra- and Bradley show, what is the food item you'd be devastated if your drive through ran out of? Uh, we are having shortages everywhere. What is that thing you love so much that if the place you love to drive through was out, you'd be devastated? 651-641-1071. Mm-hmm.